You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris Barsby is with us. A lot to talk about, including Leap to Fame's reappearance here. Race five on Saturday night at Albion Park. It's the listed Be Good Johnny Sprint, sponsored by Garrards. Chris, he's drawn awkwardly. Does that mean we get a slightly better price off the second row? Good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. As crazy as that sounds, yes, we do, because Tab have gone up with the market this morning. He's $1.70, so he's very backable, but it's a fascinating race because of that barrier setup inside of the second row. If you would have asked Grant Dixon uh, what draw he didn't want for Saturday night, he would have said the inside of the second row. Inside of the second row over a mile and how that front row is structured, it's going to be intriguing. So $1.70 is currently on offer. So if you want to jump in now, you can do that mm. with Tab right now. Chris, remind me of the race where Leap to Fame, everyone was questioning what he would do um, and he ended up just being negative and then getting off the fence and then winning. I just can't think of the race in question um, where he drew all. That was the uh, patron's purse. He there drew the inside of the second row at Rickliffe, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So. Mm. But that race was 22.80. This race is a mile, so it's going to be really intriguing. So $1.70, uh, if you had said before the barrier draw, you'd get $1.70 about Leap to Fame, you would have been knocked over with people just trying to get as much on as possible. But it, it is interesting, and the surprise one for me with this race on Saturday night is turn it up. We spoke with Shane Graham last week, and he said, oh, I'll probably skip the Beagle Johnny Sprint in preference for the Queensland Cup next week. But here he is lining up, and he's got a front row draw. So he's the one that really muddies the waters, so to speak, because most probably thought future assured would lead from barrier one, leap to fame, will sit right behind him, game over. But with turn it up, draw in the front row, there's probably no faster horse off the arm than him. So he can really throw a spanner in the works here. I wonder how Jack Butler's horses will go here. Hot and treacherous, drawn four and off the back row, day of sex. A horse, of course, one of our best free-for-allers and has been for some time. And Jack Butler's with us, Chris. Jack, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Is is this your time to get one back on Leap to Fame with Hot and Treacherous? You've been chasing him all year long, so is this your time on Saturday night to peg one back? <laughs> I don't know about that. He uh, He's just that good, um, and Grant drives him that good, and, um, you know, he's definitely not out of it from where he's drawn. Of course, it's going to be hard for him, but, um, yeah, look, let's hope we can uh, get in front of him and, yeah. And, um, you know, but there's still another 10 of them in there that go just as good as my bloke. So you just got to uh, hope we can get a bit of luck and, um, yeah, go from there. All right. Well, tell me, what was the immediate reaction when you laid eyes on that field last night? Um, yeah, I, I, hot and treacherous draw. I was quite happy with that. I mean, it looks like turn it up just as another left-hand turn and straight to the top as, as he does. Um but, yeah, you know, we're probably going to have to do some work at some stage, um, you know, what he, he sort of can do. But, you know, I know my bloke, he's not he's not 100% yet. And, uh, just, you know, obviously we want him right for the inners. So these two lead-up races is what's going to get into there. So, yeah, look, it, it, it's it's a great great field. And, um, you know, the, any horse can win it, especially if the barrier draws. Yeah, it's, it's an outstanding field. There's no doubt about it. This is the best that we've got to offer here in Queensland. But tell me this, just... 
When you lay eyes on that field last night, automatically you're looking for your own horses, Hot and Treacherous and Deus Ex, but immediately following that, are you looking to see where Leap to Fame drew? Oh, definitely, you know, he's, he's the he's the pin-up boy of uh, the free-for-alls up here anyway, if, if not in Australia, so, um, yeah, you definitely, when I did see it, it was a little bit of a relief, um, but as I said, he's just a super horse and, uh, you know, he, they can make their own luck and... Um, you know, yeah, you do. You you always see, want to see where he's drawn, I guess. But uh, yeah, I actually thought Dave X didn't get a run. Next minute, no, he's done twelve. So anyway, but um, <laughs> who dealt with that? So. Yeah, you get the good, you get the good and the bad uh, on Saturday night in this race. Uh, just with hot and treacherous, hasn't raced since running second behind Leap to Fame. So that's just on a month ago. You, you decided to abort plans for the Victoria Cup. Are you happy with where he's at going into Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. As I said, I, I, he's probably about ninety percent sort of where I, where I know he can be. Um, but you know, this will, these next two weeks will top him. You know, I even think in the cup next week he'll be a, a lot better horse again. So um, you know, you don't want him you don't want him firing in these two. The you know the fortnight after that's when we want him hitting their peak. And um, you know, I'm sure he, he'll be he'll be there then. So, but like he won't disgrace himself by no means. He's pretty forward. Okay, just going back to the Victoria Cup. Um... Do you have any thoughts? Uh, you were very close to going and then you decided, no, we'll, we'll stay home and, you know, concentrate on ID23. It was sort of a crazy run race, plenty of pressure. Act now lobs at, you know, almost 100 to 1, charging down the outside. Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, look, we would have loved to have gone and um, things like that, but we just sort of weighed it up. And, you know, if we could have seen the barrier draw before we had, would have left, it probably would have been a lot better, but... Yeah, we just sort of weighed it up, and um, you know the way the race was run with the right draw, and that that's, that was you know that sort of racing's right up his alley over the trip, and uh, and 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 running very fast sections. Whether he could get over the top of him like Hackney did is another thing. But um, yeah, look, it was disappointing we didn't go, but I think you know going forward, I think it was the right move. Okay, uh, Deus Ex, I've got to you know dip my hat to you here because you've got this guy back. He probably just went. A little pear shape there for a while, but uh, you know this campaign—he's been enormous. This is a huge challenge for him on Saturday night, given the barrier draw. But are you really happy with the way you've been able to get him back to his best? Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, he's, a, he's a lovely old horse. He's probably, you know, he's probably just a length length or so behind the better ones. Um, you know, he's his gate speeds, his his forte. You know, I was hoping sort of for a. For a good draw where he could just ping the lids and you know maybe sit on to turn it up or you know black to dance or something like that um that's sort of his go he's a bit of an opportunist like that but yeah it's, it's been great i get to get him back we um yeah we thought we really lost him there but um you know we brought him in and out two or three times and uh yeah finally got him back to where we know know he, he can be all right the, the track was super fast yesterday we had the peak of the creek heats and they were going big time at a guess, what sort of time do you reckon these guys are going to run on Saturday night in the sprint? <laughs> well, if they go on the times they went yesterday, they definitely could break 50. That's for sure, these sort of horses. But, um, yeah, you just got to weigh out how the track is on the night and how warm it is and, you know, whether we get rain or not, that's another thing. But, um, yeah, look, uh, all these horses are capable of running 50, that's for sure. Mm. He's 7.50 with Tab right now. That seems overs, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I suppose he hasn't raced for a month, um, and you know where is he going to be for the, you know how much work he's going to have to do or whatever. I'd leave that up to Nathan anyway. He, he does all that, but um, 
Yeah, look, I, you know, especially with Leeds of Fame drawn where he is, I, I wouldn't be frightened to have something each running for sure. All right. A couple of other runners for your stable on Saturday night. Speaking of the peak of the creek, this former Kiwi mare, Oliver Bubble, she's been super so far. She's tough, she's gritty, uh, and, and she deserves her spot in this final. She was forced to do a lot of work yesterday. Are you really happy with the progression that she's made? Yeah, she's improving all the time. Um, I, I was stoked with her run yesterday, you know, like 51-8 outside the leader, only getting beat, what, five metres or something. Um, and we haven't seen her off a helmet yet, but I don't think we're going to be able to see that again Saturday night, unfortunately. But she's um, she's actually really, really good sit sprint mare and um, just had to be driving her a little bit upside down the last three runs. But, yeah, I'm really happy with her. She's, um, she's a very nice mare going forward. All right. And the trotting feature on Saturday night, uh, both of these mares are aiming towards ID23. Adele and Funny Face off a freshen up. What can we expect? Um, well, Fidel puts her front foot, first, best foot forward. She's, yeah, she's always in them. And um, uh, Funny Face, first run back, but um, she's very forward. So it wouldn't surprise me if she runs a really good race as well. But, um, yeah, you know, Adele, she's Adele. Um, there's two of her. She comes out and goes like a jet or she does something wrong. So, um, but, yeah, I'm really happy with them both. And, um, yeah, just hopefully they can sort of keep it together and, and just, you know, keep a bit of good form going in towards the inners. All right. Are you looking forward to the next month? Yeah, I really am, Chris. Yeah, it's um, really exciting. I've never had an Indian Minion runner and um, touch wood we can keep them going and into it. And um, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, and we're close now. We're a month away from it's November 1 today, December 1, first round of heats. Hey, just quickly before I let you go, you got, what, four runners, I think, tonight at Redcliffe. Can you get a winner there? Um, I think it's a hard night. Um, I, I think they're talking controls, knocking on the door. So um, I think is one that can uh, you can follow and hopefully um, yeah, get the job done. All right, mate, we'll take the tip. Hey, Jack, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. OK, thanks, mate. There's Jack Butler joining us. So, can he get the job done hot and treacherous? Can he finally peg one back on Leap to Fame? It's going to be an intriguing race. The Be Good Johnny Sprint, that barrier draw, has really shaped this race. One of the other features on Saturday night, Steve, is the Aqua Construction's Peak Orb the Creek Final. The heats were run yesterday, and they ran those heats hard. The four winners being RD's Flash, OK Boomer, Eroda and Whisper a Secret. They're all three-year-olds. They're all richly talented. And this is probably the best final field that we've seen. And this race has grown in stature very, very quickly. One of the runners in this race is Harry Kane. He contested last year's Peak of the Creek final. Bree Evans trains Harry Kane. Bree's only 22. This race is worth $52,000. Imagine if Harry Kane comes out and wins this race. He's in the race, so he's got a, a great chance. There's no question. So let's ask Bree and see how she's feeling. Bree, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Really well. Are you excited about Saturday night? I'm very excited but very nervous. Okay. You must have been super proud of him yesterday. He, he ran a terrific race chasing home OK Boomer in 52-2. Yeah, I was super happy with him. Very happy. The best thing about him yesterday out of the heat was the gate speed. He he probably showed a lot more zip than what most expected, certainly a lot more than what I was expecting. So were you surprised that he was able to hold his position from barrier one yesterday as easily as what he did? Um, he comes out of one best. He has got a bit of gate speed from one, um, but he did come out very sharp and, yeah, probably better than I was expecting. 
Okay. Narissa McMullen had the drive yesterday. She's going to stick with him on Saturday night. Uh, what was her feedback from yesterday? Yeah, she said she really liked him and thought he was good, so hopefully he can keep it up for her. All right. As I said, $52,000 up for grabs. If he wins this race, it's a, uh, a nice little boost to the bank balance, isn't it? It is. It'll help a lot. Yeah, no doubt. So out of the heat winners yesterday, RD's Flash OK Boomer wrote a whisper of secret. Which one stood out most for you? Um, I guess they all were awesome in their own aspect, but I do think Artie's Flash was probably best on clock, so I'll have to go with him. Yeah, he, he was super impressive. Uh, I didn't think he'd pick up Mostel Terry at the top of the lane, but he was able to pick him up and pick him up quickly. He's very fast. Yeah, very fast. So, drawn barrier one, Artie's flash. Your guys drawn gate four. You've got speed to your inside, speed to your outside. How do you sort of see this playing out early? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I think we're just going to hope for the best and just see what happens as the race pans out. Okay. Has he come through yesterday well this morning? Yeah, ate up everything. So, he's looking good, feeling good. So, hopefully he can stay that for the rest of the week. Yeah. So last year we raced on the uh, the Thursday night with the heats. Quick turnaround to Saturday night. Extra couple of days. It was super hot yesterday. I is that a good thing? Does it make your job easier? Um, I am glad for the extra couple of days just to see if he can calm back down and pick up a bit of energy for Saturday night. So we'll just keep it easy for the week and see how he goes. All right. Uh, he wasn't your only runner yesterday. You've got Achilles stepping out, and he performed really well. Like uh, Harry Kane, he was a runner-up. So both boys went super. Yeah, they love a second. <laughs> <laughs> Is that frustrating for you, or do you get pleasure out of that, knowing that they're performing well and holding their form? Um, to be honest, I don't mind where they run, as long as they run a good race in themselves. I'm very privileged that they have been going good and earning every week, so... As long as they run a good race themselves, I'm happy. Okay. Achilles, he's still your favourite? He's still number one? Yeah, he's still number one. He's my baby. Okay. So what if Harry comes out and wins on Saturday night? Does he automatically jump to number one? Um, oh, that's a hard one. I think I'm going to have to stick with Achilles, but Kane will be getting closer to the top. Right, oh, well, there's your loyalty. You're sticking with Achilles, even if Harry wins this big race on Saturday night. A hey, job well done. He's the second, uh, well, he's the only horse in this field that's qualified uh, for the second straight year. So hopefully there's some luck on your side and he can crack it for a big one. I really hope so. There's Bree Evans joining us. So hopefully Harry Kane, he can kick a goal and uh, score a big victory there in the peak of the creek. We're racing at Redcliffe tonight. We've got 10 races at Redcliffe tonight. And uh, there's a number of uh, interesting races. We'll get the thoughts of Darren Clayton a little bit later. Jordan Topping's about to join us now. She's got a number of drives tonight. Jordan, appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, Chris. Uh, get Me Out of Here is your first drive. Goes around in uh, race three. Super consistent, but this is a tough draw. Yeah, draw doesn't help him too much, but um, since coming to Queensland, he hasn't had the best of draws, so I don't really think that's going to be too much of an issue for him. OK, he does have good gate speed, so what's the early thought here, just looking at that uh, field on paper? Um, well, I think you could probably float forward, but I don't, wouldn't be pushing him out too hard, um, just because he is probably up in grade just that little bit, but um, yeah, I think we'll just see how it pans out at the start. 
Okay, race four, you've got a key draw here. Barrier one with Gabby's ideal, a mare that does have very good gate speed. So you know this mare well, you've had good success on her. Is this a race that she can take? I think so. I think it's a bit of a drop back to what she has been racing. Um, bit disappointed probably her last two starts, but um, a start prior to that when she led, she went really well. So um, I think yeah, we'll be looking to hold up and uh, she should be thereabouts in the finish, hopefully. Okay, how do you assess that front line? There doesn't look to be super gate speed there, so she should be able to lead comfortably? Yeah, I think so. I don't think she'll have to uh, do too much to hold her own there. And um, Yeah, I think she'll be fine out of the gate. All right. Does she go best in front? Yeah, I find she does, um, but she can come off the speed as well, So, which she's shown a couple of times in her previous start. So, yeah, I think it, she's pretty versatile. Okay, race five, number five, Tullers Cuddles, a mare that always puts in. She's quite tough. I'll, I'll be interested to see if you agree with this. Is she a little one-paced? Yeah, she is. She um, she doesn't really have much of a sprint in her, but, um, yeah, she just that's why she likes sitting in the chair and just grinding along a bit and you see seeing how she goes. And, yeah, draw doesn't help tonight, unfortunately, but, um, yeah. Yeah, there's no standout in this field, though. It looks very open. Yeah, I think we're going to float back tonight because um, there's a couple inside that like to hold the chair and I don't think they'd be willing to let us go. So I think, um, yeah, we're just going to have to float back and sort of try and get a good card into it and hopefully finish over the top. OK, drive for luck there. Race six tonight, number five again, our ultimate Ruby. Is this a race that she can show up in? I hope so. She was um, very unfortunate her last start. She got a good track up and the horse in front of her just happened to gallop and uh, take her out of it. But um, she's been racing well since coming to Queensland and I'm actually really happy with her at the moment. And uh, I think she'll do an all right job um, in the future, hopefully. Okay, well, there's a few here that have good form in this race. Don't fear for me, Gade 1. Glenn Lee Bella's in really good form. Jimmy Joyce was super impressive first up last week. So there's a few with good credentials, but you're confident that your your horse can race well? Yeah, I think the speed will be on early, which will suit her to the ground, I think. Um, and, yeah, she's pretty quick over the back, and she if she gets a good card into it, I think she'll be right. Okay. Uh, your other drive tonight comes up in race seven, number two, Fun Times. You've been with this filly before. Um, Angus, I spoke with him last week, and he thinks she's got ability. Do you do you agree? I Yeah, I would agree with him. Um, I think she does. I think it's just a matter of her flicking the switch and um, letting us know when she's ready to go. But she's proven time and time again, and since coming back this prep, um, she's shown that she's, yeah, right up there, and she's got a bit of gate speed in her, so um, I think we'll be using that tonight. Okay, so this is a race that she can be very competitive in? I believe so. Um, it's probably not as hard as what she has been racing, I think, anyway, and, uh, yeah, it'll probably help her out to draw a bit, I would assume. All right. So Gabby's ideal, uh, just looking at it, because she's got that perfect draw, is she your best drive tonight? I would like to hope so, yes. Right, eh? Pressure's on there with Gabby's ideal. How's the rest of the week looking for you? Uh, tomorrow, Friday, a few drives there? Uh, yeah, I think I have two tomorrow. I think I have Get a Load of This Girl for Dan and Sunny Orlando for Carly Mason. Um, and then back Friday with Artistic Saint for Ryan. All right, excellent. Are you happy with the way things are going? 
yeah, pretty happy with this season. Couldn't have asked for a better season, really. And all the trainers that have put me on throughout the year, so it's been really good. Excellent. And you're prepared to go to all the tracks? Yeah, yeah, I go to all the tracks. Excellent. Hey, well, hopefully there's a winner or two there tonight for you. Maybe Gabby, your ideal, can lead all the way in her race and get you on the board. Appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks for having me, Chris. There's Jordan Topping joining us. So hopefully a winner there tonight at Rickliffe for Jordan. I just want to go back to Saturday night's meeting. It's a great race, that Be Good Johnny sprint. Really intriguing with that barrier draw set up. But there's one person that I thought of immediately when I saw this field and I saw the barrier. I thought... I felt sorry for his cows this morning. We're talking about Tari dairy farmer John Polson. He's the owner breeder of Black Sedans, and you wouldn't believe it, he's drawn barrier seven again. So I want to place a call down to Tari. John's online now. John, appreciate the time. Are you there, John? Yeah, no worries, mate. Yep, uh, barrier seven. He is very unlucky when it comes to barrier draws. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. We got two last year, though, so I suppose we're paying for that big time now. So you've had time to look at the field, assess where the speed is. What, what, what do you think? Oh, I'm not super sure. I, like, turn it up or cross for fun and then just what Peter wants to do. Telling Peter to go back's probably... He's never gone back in his life. <laughs> So, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, so I think he might he might be there. But uh, we just want to focus in on the Inner Dominion. So I'd, I hope he doesn't have too hard a run, Chris. All right. H how have you assessed the two runs back? First up, he was unplaced, but he was off a poor draw there. He drew off the second row. And then last start, he got the job done. So what's been the takeaway for you in the two runs back? Well, I thought he was a little bit dour, you know, but... Um, He's had a pretty light year, so he, he usually loves getting into it. And uh, he's only had about a dozen starts in the whole season with the, the enders in mind. And there's been nothing wrong. We're just trying to take it easy with him. And uh, he, uh, I think he just got a little bit rusty. I think um, I think we'll, we'll see a better horse each run, I'm hoping. Yeah. What did you make of that winning performance last time out? Will he take confidence from that victory? Yeah, yeah, that was beautiful, eh? It was just, just perfect for him. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like it, the, the time wasn't there, but the track's been pretty, pretty soft. Peter reckons since they, um, I'm, I'm not making excuses, but that that he said that the top dressing sort of hasn't settled in too tight. Yeah. He yeah. said it's been pretty slow on the Saturday nights after they race all through Friday. And then get through, halfway through the program Sunday night, it's fairly, fairly slow track. He thought. Yeah. Okay. I had Jack Butler on earlier. I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you the question. So, you know, your horse is in this feature race on Saturday night. So immediately when the fields come up on your screen, whether it's your your phone or your your computer, you look to see where your horse draws. Immediately after that, are you looking to see where Leap to Fame drew? Yeah, I didn't know. I'm not as um, up to date with everything. I, I thought Leap might have had it off because it's only a little little race. But he, he, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't surprised. But yeah, I, I thought, ah, oh, bugger it, that's no good. <laughs> 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 Could be tricky for him though with that gate. Oh, it will, eh? But um, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, it's only a mile, so 
yeah, it'll it'll be a really really fun race. The racing at Albion is spectacular. Hey. Yeah, no doubt. So the Inter Dominion's the main focus. Are you going to be able to get time to get up here and cheer on Blacks to dance? Yeah, we're planning to come for the first couple of heats, and then oh, I got, you wouldn't believe it, but I got a wedding on the third. Well, I got to go to a me um, like a great cousin, my my wife's son, um, brother's son, of course, yeah. wedding. So yeah, the third heat's out for me, but. Uh, We'll get there for those, and then I've got to work. Like, for me to be away from a fortnight, it's just impossible from this place. So, yeah, I should be able to go to those first couple of heats, and hopefully, we we might. I don't know. We might be able to cement our place in the final by then. Yeah, well, it's probably a good thing that you're missing the, the last round of heats rather than the final. You you wouldn't want it the other way around. No, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, I've got to ask as well, speaking about Black Sedans, his mum, Washington Lash, she's, uh, what, a dual broodmare of the year here in Queensland. Is she due to foal? Has she foaled? Is she in foal? Yeah, she's having a dance. You're a brother to Big Wheels and, and, and Black Sedans. So okay. A brother so or sister. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're so so excited for that. All right. And is she booked in for, for the next season? I. I thought we were going to give her a year off, Chris, because she did. We we have done that along the way, and she's she's getting late in the in the year, so it's a big call to give her a year off. She's so wonderful, but um, she deserves she deserves everything we can do for her, mate. Yeah, absolutely. So, how many foals have you had so far this breeding season? Uh, we've only had a couple. Yeah, we've got a beautiful, sweet Lou little guy out of a rainbow delight and um the the saucy dream she she foaled early she she had a filly by captain crunch um number two foal at, at burwood so okay she was be, on the on the board early yeah be a valuable little foal oh i hope so yeah i, I was really pleased to see the crunches win that uh that breeders I, I yeah really up in america that. on the weekend yeah yeah yeah. So, hey, tell me, I, I wanted to ask as well. Uh, just on the weekend, you had one of those uh, feature runners at uh, Menangle on the weekend, Parda Cheval. She's been a terrific little mare. This one. Yeah, really great. She's only tiny. You ought to see her. She's only a little mare, but she's by dance, mate. And you just make them run. Yeah, they're tough. Yeah, that's right. She, she's, she just had. She's had a fairly disappointing season, but I. I looked in the sectionals and in the heat she ran home in twenty six one four. Yeah, okay. She was steaming and then in the final I think she was a little bit slower, but just still great sectionals. Yeah. Yeah, well they went fifty one six there on Sunday and uh she's run a, a really good race finishing fourth. She's banked over a hundred K, so she's doing the job, no question about it. You mentioned big wheels. I haven't spoken to you since the news came through that he's off to America or he's in America. Wouldn't have been an easy decision, that one. No. Oh, agony, mate. Yes, the agony. Yeah. But, yeah, they just they just come up with too many dollars for us. And, we, you know, he, he, he was 150 or one in the Inters. And, you know, you don't know that you'll get through. And the competition's so hot here. So, yeah, he ended up going. All right. It was pretty, pretty disappointing for us all. Yeah. He'll do a job up there, though, surely. Oh, it'd be exciting to see him. Cause yeah, he, yeah. I've, it's funny. I've 
when you go back on looking through the photos and stuff on the internet and that's some cracking photos of him on the internet there and um and you think boy if he, if he keeps going like that he'll he'll go wonderfully well up there yeah, no question, no question. So the focus is Black Sedans, ID23. It's November 1 today. The series starts on December 1. So it's very close. He's got Saturday night. He'll start again next week in the Queensland Cup? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Peter was thinking about missing it, but uh, sometimes I get some of my ideas through when I told him about how he sort of had a light year and that. He probably started thinking, gee, John might get the odd one right. And uh, we probably probably needs a little bit of racing just to get him spot on for for those big like so many runs in the in the fortnight. Yeah, he'll love that though, yeah, won't he? Super fit. Oh, I've always thought he would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peter's changed him a lot though. He's a, he's a bit lighter and he, he's a little bit different now. But I think it's all for the better. He's yeah. just gradually improved him. Well, exciting times ahead. I really appreciate the catch-up, and we'll see you trackside soon. Yeah, I can't wait for the days to go, mate. Awesome. Excellent. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you, mate. There's John Polson joining us from Taree this morning. Uh, he's a great character, no question, and he's got a great horse there in Black Sedance, but that's a tall order that he faces on Saturday night, Gate 7, uh, just going through that barrier draw. Future Assured 1, I Cast No Shadow, the reigning Inter Dominion champ. He lines up, drawn Gate 2, Tis a Sizzler 3, Hot and Treacherous 4, Send It 5, Turn It Up 6, Black Sedan 7, Leap to Fame, the inside of the second row, Classy Washington 9, the emergency LL Cool J and Deus Ex, the outside of the second row. It's a very good card, 10 races, and it's the first night of the Racing Queensland Summer Carnival. Darren Clayton joins us each and every Wednesday morning. He's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Isn't that a good race, or well, both races, the, the Be Good Johnny and the Peak of the Creek after those heats yesterday? And uh, those barrier draws, it's certainly, or barrier selections, it's not really a draw, I guess. So, yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a big night this Saturday. Well, just on the Be Good Johnny spread, no doubt when you looked at the fields and you saw Leap to Fame Gate A, did you think, ooh, that's just a little awkward, or what was your first impression? Yeah, I guess that's the that's the first thing where you look at it, it's, oh, that's awkward, but then... Um, you know, we know he doesn't have blistering gate speed or hasn't had to use it really as yet. Um, so with that in mind, you know, the your first first uh, first thought is, well, does he just snag back in the early stages? But then you look at it and Future Assured's in gate one and he's a, you know, an absolute uh, jet and been going super. Um, you know, is this a race where you just chance your arm a little bit, follow through on the speed and um, I guess with turn it up out in six it's just future assured then perhaps doesn't hold him so you know there's conflicting things to think of there and how it all operates so uh, I think at first thought they probably just ease out of it and, and come back around because they probably don't want to be three fence so um, but under that scenario it's going to need a monster run and he's going to need the uh, the, the tempo to be in his favour. Mm. No doubt Team Dixon would have been a little disappointed coming up with the inside of the second row at a mile. Yeah, that's for sure. But, you know, we, we go back to his Sunshine Sprint win um, where he drew outside the front line and went back. Um, good tempo and he just, he just um, you know, powered over the top of him. The other race you look at 
um, inside the second line, which looked really awful, was his patron's purse run. And that was mm. probably his, his biggest ever win. So um, did have the advantage there. It was 2,280 metres at Redcliffe. We're only over the mile at Albion Park this time. But, um, you know, he's currently seventy in the tab market. Um, be interesting to see what happens in that market, what sort of movement there sort of is. Future Assured's already um, $5 into $3.90. So, um, you know, it's... Plenty to plenty to weigh up, that's for sure. But turn it up. He's he obviously holds the keys to the race, and um, that that early speed and what he does, and, and then what Shane Graham does thereafter. If Black's a dance sort of floats across, does he have a look, or you know, retake scenarios, future assured? Who knows? But um, it's a great race. Mm, yeah, there's no doubt about that. You mentioned the peak of the creek, the uh, the heats yesterday. Keen and willing, they were going fast time, 51 52-2, 52-2, 52-9. They were the four heat times yesterday, so there was no loathing. RD's Flash, uh, they obviously had first crack coming up with that 51-7 mile. They chose barrier one. Uh, he is the favourite with Tad. They've got the market up for this race as well. He's a dollar ninety-five, four eighty each of two OK Boomer Whisper a Secret, five fifty a Rota. Are you surprised there? Yeah, it, it's a little bit interesting. I thought I think um, the fact that you got OK Boomer at four eighty, a Rota at five fifty, and and a Rota's been easy five out to five fifty. If RD's flash leads, well, the road is going to get the perfect trip. And he got a three-fence trip yesterday in his heat. And um, I, I really liked the way he finished the race off yesterday, a, a road. I thought it was a really nice effort. And um, a similar trip, even if he's three-fence again, we know there's going to be plenty of tempo on. And um, the way he found the line, I, I thought that was really good. I think he's probably come back um, a little bit better. He went through sort of, I guess, a little bit of a flat spot through the winter where he he come out and won the derby consolation in really good fashion the redcliffe derby consolation that was and then sort of through the albion park features he just probably just didn't really fire and then uh, he's had a bit of a break in that run yesterday I, I thought that was really impressive okay rd's flash pete mcmullen drives uh he led up in the redcliffe derby got beaten a whisker behind rock and roll hammer so, obviously, by choosing the inside, and we just heard John Polson saying that Pete McMillan doesn't go back for anything, so the intention <laughs> is there to, to lead all the way. You would expect that. You and, and, well, he doesn't get the name leader, Peter, and we see what he does, you know, time and time again, and he can get those horses to run. So, um, you know, I think he does that. And that, well, that probably then also brings in Whisper a Secret into the race. So... Um, you know, I think it's a perfect gate for them in that, um, you know, guaranteed strong tempo. He was he was another one that was really good once he peeled off yesterday. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be a great race. It's really intriguing what happens early because, um, you know, OK Boomer, he got out pretty good. Mostel Terry got out good. So they're one, two, three. And then, um, you know, even if I'm Boo, we saw him get out yesterday off off gate one and he's run a first quarter in sub 26 and led easily so um you know you throw him in the mix and again and danielle vivas is a go forward driver like if she you know pulls the trigger early puts him into the race are we going to see some pretty keen and willing racing in that first four four to six hundred meters 
Yeah, no doubt. It's a cracking card. So those tab prices are up right now for those features, the Be Good Johnny Sprint and the Peak of the Creek. Um, a number of other highlights. That, that trotting feature is a really good race, race four. Uh, we've got the um, Queen of the Creek, Uptown Beach Girl back in action. Really looking forward to seeing her. And we've got some Q-bred for life. Where's the three-year-old Colts and Geldings? I want to see four, uh, four Real Life and Frankie Ferocious. So where are they? Uh, they must have canned that race, Chris, because the race was there, the nominations were there, and I was looking at them, and, and they were in there, Frankie Ferocious um, for real life, so that was going to be a, a really good race along with a couple of others, but, um, yeah. How many noms sure were there? What, uh, I couldn't, I'm pretty sure there was at least five. Um, so that's, a, that's an interesting one because that's a feature race, and you've got mm. effectively you know, the, the three-year-old fillies and the three-year-old Colts and Gellings were both $33,000 races. And then you look at the Be Good Johnny race, um, it's 31100 So um, I'm not sure whether they try to reopen the race and have it in another, you know, next week, slot it into next week's card. I don't know. That that's, uh, where where would that prize money go if they don't run it? Yeah, that will generally... Um, you know, unclaimed prize money, or well, not unclaimable, those races, they sort of filter in and out throughout the year normally. Uh, I'm not sure whether that is still the case. Um, I know, you know, normal eight race cards where there might then be a tenth, ninth or tenth race put on, that money sort of comes out of a pot into that. But um, it, it may be different now. I don't know their, their normal procedures there at Racing Queensland for that. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing that you have a feature race um, and, and it gets scrapped completely. Well, it's grossly disappointing, that's what it is. Um, you know, these are good horses, those two in particular, for real life, Frankie Ferocious, they've both got big followings and you, you've got a feel for the connections. Um, you know, <laughs> what's the point in paying up for Q-Red when they're going to scrap these races? So makes you wonder. Anyway, we'll talk more about Albion Park on uh, Saturday night, uh, on Friday rather for Saturday night. Um, just your thoughts on Sunday. Uh, I spoke with Steve yesterday, not as promised taking the Victoria Trotters Derby. That's like saying you know, a Queensland stay is going to be you know, winning the, the Melbourne Cup. It's basically unheard of. Um, it's the first time that we've had a Queensland trained trotter compete in a derby and here we are winning that, that same race. He went off at big odds. I'm led to believe that Connections had a little flash, so congratulations to them. But that's huge in so many ways, and it just underlines how far we've come in this state with the Trotters. Yeah, it certainly does. And, um, you know, there's so many in Victoria. It's, you know, pretty much the home of the Trotter. So there's a lot of trainers and owners down there who, really, who just focus on the square gate, and they... Uh, you know, this is one of their races that they that they want to win every year. It may not have the greatest prize money when lined up against, say, a Breeders' Crown or, a, um, you know, some of those style of races, but um, just the prestige. The, the derbies are always races that are, hold that sort of special place in a lot of people's um, sort of wishes to win. And um, for Queensland, who... You know, 20 years ago, we didn't even have trot races. And, mm. um, you know, f for the breed to... Or for trotting racing to come back in and, and then the, to build up and then more or less to 
for for connection to this horse, Graham Dwyer and the owners, Tony Vivas, um, to actually give it a shot because I'm sure when they said that they were going to, there might have been you know a few people sort of questioning why would you yeah. do that? You know, yeah. you're going down there, you're, you're that's ridiculous, whatever. But they had full faith in the horse. They've gone down there and and that faith's been justified. And I think that if anything, that might just prompt a few other local trainers to say, well, hang on a minute, maybe we are actually a little bit better than we've been given credit for. Mm. And, yeah, I think. Um, you know, it, it might just open that, that line up. And not as promised, he has stayed down in, Queen, in Queensland, down in Victoria, and uh, there's a possible Breeders' Crown tilt now on the, on the table. And the other option there is that there is some talk of, of a potential New Zealand derby. So um, that'll be in December. So that'll be really interesting if they do that. But, um, yeah. you know, full credit to them. They've, they've rolled the dice. But I don't think it was even that much of a dice roll, to be honest. I think it was they had full faith in what they were doing and they were going down to, to see how, they, how good they could actually be. And, and that's where they've come up with the win. And... Um, you know, to have the horse spot on, Lane Dwyer had the horse for the week and he looked after it and um, for the, the confidence of the owner and, and Graham as his father to put a 16-year-old in charge of that horse for that week with such a big race in mind, like that's that's another story in itself. And then the drive from Nathan was absolutely super, summed it up perfectly when uh, the locomotive got trapped away three back on the fence and, and moved around. So... Um, you know, it's it's a great story all round, and yeah. it cannot be understated of of what an effort and achievement it is. Yep, absolutely. And, and speaking in New Zealand, I spoke with Greg O'Connor yesterday, and he said they were on the phone yesterday on, on Monday, straight after the day after he won the Victoria Derby, working out all the logistics for that New Zealand raid. So it looks like it's going to happen. Breeders' Crown next, and then the New Zealand Derby. That race comes up on December twelve. Recliffe tonight, 10 races. We kick off at 5.22. Where do we find your best bet? Yeah, I think we can strike pretty early again, and it's that man again, Dawson. Um, smirks like a boss. He finally finds everything that should be in his favour here. He's, he's one of those horses that just seems to have had things either go against him or just not quite work out. Um, he gets every opportunity tonight, I thought, and I thought uh, he's come up in black figures still, so that's pretty good for me. Race one, horse one, smirks like a boss. Get the money early. Race one, number one, 210 currently with tab fixed prize. What else stands out for you tonight? Yeah, I thought Purple Shades in race four, uh, race five, sorry, first of all, just as an each-way play. Um, he's got good gate speed, and he was a winner a few runs back from the front. Um, he gets the options here from gate one, so he can either hand over if the, the pressure's too much or he can um, look to lead lead him up. So I thought that was a good each-way play race, five horse, one purple shades. Well, he's 7.50 and uh, 2.30 the place with tab fixed price right now, so there's some value there. Race five, number one. That starts the quaddy. Have you got a combo for tonight? Yeah, I thought that first leg... Um, while I'm keen, sort of purple shades each way, I think the danger's six torque rider. She was really good last time, or two starts back at Albion Park, where she zoomed down the outside. So throw her in and uh, throwing number nine, Hoiho. Um, thought he can be working home in it. In the second leg, race six, thought this was a racing two between number one, don't fear for me. Um, 
gate speed can get to the front and try and take his shot. Uh, and the danger, Jimmy Joyce from out in gate six, he did it pretty easily last week. That was his first start for probably about 11 months and his first start in Queensland. Just gate six makes it a bit tougher, so we'll go one six there. The third leg, I think this is a, a pretty open maiden, uh, even though crosswalk's pretty short in the market. Uh, he'll have no favours from gate nine. He can, he's certainly up to it. Um, he's had a, a pretty long spell. Lady Anthea, she's knocking on the door. Good second last time out behind Mullum Roxy. Mullum Roxy looks a, an above-average type, and Lady Anthea was um, pinching pinching runs along the inside there at Albion Park, so she should get a good trip. Someone's watching. He's not far away either. Um, fancy like Barbie, just throw it in. It might actually do everything right and surprise everyone. So we'll go one, four, five, and nine. And in the last leg, I thought a race in two between number four, Chase and Dreams, can press on with it, get to the front, try and fight them off. Uh, two starts back, Chase and Dreams and the Crom were in the same race. Angus Garrard uh, had the pick of the drives. He went on the Crom. The Crom won that time. We see tonight the Crom's in the same race again. This time Angus is on Chase and Dreams, so we'll take a line through that. Uh, nine, funnily enough, is the other one. Um, back to uh, Redcliffe, I think he gets his opportunity despite a tough draw. I think he's probably just got a little bit of an edge, so we'll go four and nine in the final leg. Okay, so the combo tonight, one, six, nine into one and six, into one, four, five, nine, into four and nine. So that's how we play the quaddie tonight. Darren's best bet, nice and early. Race one, number one, smirks like a boss. 210 currently with tab fixed price and the value play, race five, number one, purple shades, 750 and 230 fixed. Hey, Darren, appreciate the time this morning. We'll chat again on Friday morning. Yeah, looking forward to it. Plenty to go through.